And we're back. Another edition Stripe Show podcast. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. This is a special one, folks. So much stuff going on in the world of sports. My favorite time of year as we get closer to fall. PJ Tour season, of course, it's, it's kind of winded down. We've had the Solheim Cup, but we've got the Ryder Cup a couple weeks away. And you'll notice here behind me, I've got whistling straights. I've actually been playing it this morning from the tips. and I'm exhausted for trying to hit my driver so hard. The course is a beast. But also, we've got the NFL kickoff tonight. Cowboys, Bucks, and a guy that knows a thing or two about the kickoff game because he's played in them twice because he's won two Super Bowls with the New York Giants quarterback, Eli Manning. Eli, I can't thank you enough for joining me here this morning. Yeah, sure thing, Travis. Excited about being on with you and, and getting to hang out and chat a little bit. So this background that I see, they're just behind you there. That's a, that's a pretty cool little setup there. What do you got? Yeah, got the about golf, uh, golf simulator. We got Pebble Beach right here. So, uh, you know, got to play there two years ago at the AT&T. Uh, me and mm-hmm. Kevin Chappell teed it up together for a few days. And, uh, you know, so much fun. So, you know, one of my, my go-tos on the simulator when I just uh, want to go hit it around and, and see some pretty views, uh, you know, hit Pebble Beach. But excited. To do to play whistling straights as well and and uh you know you get to play that get to know the course a little bit so when i do watch the Ryder cup i kind of know the holes yeah it is, you know it's funny you say that because we were talking about that this morning i'm standing on the tee there's a lot of kind of blind shots of course they're gonna be playing way back i mean this thing is an absolute animal um from the back and there was a lot of blind tee shots and i'm hitting shots and i'm like and i took the wrong line and you really got to pick out where you want to aim it. And the simulator helps you with that, the visualization of that. So it's, you know, these simulators help people game plan, these players game plan ahead of time before they get on site because it's so realistic. And um, it's really the case with these blind tee shots. I've got to ask you, we're going to talk about your golf game um, here in a little bit, but I want to go back to football here for a second. This time of year, I'm curious, you've been retired now a couple of years. Do the juices still get going a little bit this time of year? It's like, man, we're getting closer to fall, and maybe I could, maybe I could squeeze out another year. Or is that is that long gone? No, I think I think the the, the playing is long gone, and, and the desire <laughs> to play is long gone. I see some of these hits uh, quarterbacks are taking, and I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm good right here on the couch just watching this one. Uh, uh, this is this is just fine. But you know, it, it is an exciting time. I I, I remember. That feeling of kind of the first game, uh, just the juices, the excitement, the nervousness, but kind of that that uh, more butterflies than than nervous or scared. Just uh, it, it's an excitement thing, and so I always thought kind of being nervous was a good thing. That means that that always to me was like, hey, it's important to you. This is important to you. So embrace those butterflies. Embrace that feeling. That means you've worked hard, you're prepared, and you want to go out there and play well. So uh, that's what I always tell the guys. But I'm excited to watch, you know, tonight with the Bucks and Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I get to root for the Bucks a little bit. I'm still, you know, I'm still a Giants fan. Uh, and so anytime the NFC East team, the Cowboys can lose, it's good for the Giants. I'll actually attend <laughs> the Giants game on Sunday in person. I haven't, I've never watched the Giants game in person from the stands. So uh, wow. get, get, get to do that with my family and my kids and my wife. So it should be a lot of fun. So the Giants open up uh, with the, the Broncos on on uh, on Sunday. So you you played the very first game and, and a lot of people probably don't know this. 
at the new Cowboy Stadium, Jerry's World. The very first game uh, on a Thursday night against the Cowboys, Giants rolling the town. I'm sure you know every play back, you could replay it, but you guys won 33-31. And you you kind of you, you put your signature not only on the game but in the locker room. Is that is that true? There, there's some some truth to it. I think it's been kind of blown out of proportion a little bit. Um, you know, we did win the game. Lawrence Tynes kicks a, a game-winning field goal with four seconds left. And so, um, you know, not everybody would know this, but uh, in the locker room, the visiting team locker room has like a um, – uh, just someone who works the locker room, kind of the attendant in the locker room that, you know, help with the towels and kind of clean things up and do everything. And so they have a little office. And if you go in uh, these offices of the uh, around the NFL, a lot of them have signatures all over the wall. They go in there and you have Brian Urlacher and you have Walter Payton. If, you know, some have been around a long time. So my dad has signed a few of them. The stadiums have been there forever. So the guy tells me, hey, we're starting – a new tradition here. It's a brand new stadium. No one's played in it, but we want to kind of create that, that wall and have players who come here or sometimes it's musicians. If they're in concerts, come sign the wall. I'm like, sure thing. So I signed my name. I wanted, you know, everybody know this was the first one. This is the first signature on this wall that hopefully will be, you know, be there for 40 years. And, um, and so I signed it and then I was somehow a picture got taken of it and it made it sound like I just signed the middle of the locker room, like this brand new stadium, just like a wall, you know, right in the middle of the locker room. It was not that it was kind of a way. Um, and then, uh, you know, I went back the next year, there was probably 25 signatures around the wall. And then we went back the next year and they'd all been, you know, painted over and wiped out. It was, they were not going to make it a tradition and it was eliminated. They're probably only going to let, you know, teams that were not in the NFC East sign. That might ball. be better. That might be that better. Probably makes, better that deal. probably makes more sense. Yeah. Or if you lose, there. if you lose, you can sign the wall. If you win, no, you're not allowed to sign the wall. <laughs> so Brady's playing tonight, um, another season. And Dak Prescott, of course, is the quarterback for the Cowboys. I'm not sure if Prescott plays golf. I don't think he does. But I know Tom Brady does. Have you – you guys played – ever or been around hitting balls in the range in the simulator yeah you know we've uh we've never played never played with them but have uh have been at some uh similar events or tournaments or or, or places where i've seen them seen them hit the ball in the range have talked to them have, have done um you know so I've kind of been right next to him in the group over and whatnot so uh, you know he can he uh he got, he got to watch him uh, play play my brother uh, in the match uh, of you know two two years ago and and uh, watch that so he, he can definitely uh, when he catches it he can it, it can fly but it can as we saw that day it can, it can kind of fly everywhere and and that's you know that's how you know some of us I'm kind of the same way with my golf you know I know Tom and when I was playing you don't get a whole lot of time to work on your golf game you kind of you like to go play you like to go you know see the courses hang out with your buddies have you know have fun on the course but you're not spending a whole lot of time grinding on the on the range because you're grinding for a football season it's more important that you're throwing routes to your receivers than hitting you know your 56 degree and getting (laughs) getting that dialed in you know that match that you're referring to um of course tom was on one side your brother peyton on the other and and we'll talk about peyton here he can hit this like slinging hook with his driver and then 
Tom on the other side has the face wide open. And I'm like, and, and I'm, I'm a teacher by trade 22 years. And I'm like, my goodness, someone take that club face and shut it at the top because he would hit it 20 yards further. But anyway, that's neither here. Maybe we'll leave it open the next time you guys play. That'll be an advantage that you have. I'm curious in the locker room. The one thing social media has done. It's done so many – well, there's a lot of downside to it, we know. But there's a lot of good to it as well. And the exposure that the game of golf has gotten from social media, I don't think there's any sport that has benefited more. Just by what we're doing right now, people, your fans, looking at you in front of your simulator and saying, oh, wow, Eli's a golfer. And he loves the sport, plays the sport, and that's great for our sport, right? Because of your fans seeing it and then maybe they want to do it as well or they're going to do it more often. Uh, I'm curious in the locker room, was there any guys that were kind of sneaky good at the sport? Um, you know, like, uh, I don't know, is I think I've seen Saquon actually hit a driver one time or um, I know you mentioned Erlocker. I've actually played with Brian. That guy's got an incredible short game. I mean, I told him I yeah. have a fantastic short. Now, we got to work on this this banana ball off the tee. <laughs> but Erlocker can go. Jerome yeah. Pettis can play. I've seen Jerome a bunch. There's a bunch of, you know, there's a bunch of uh, bunch of NFL guys and athletes that that love the game and, and love uh, just, you know, love the competition. And so, you know, usually in, in the locker room, you kind of have the quarterbacks, the punters and the kickers are kind of your golfers. You know, maybe there's a long snapper in there. The, the punters and kickers have so much free time. There's no, there's no all season, you know, you know, training for them. They're not in the weight. They're not in the weight room squatting and lifting, you know, I'm like, you know, go do heavy squats and lunges and then try to run out to the golf course to play, you know, to play nine holes. It's not really good for the swing. You're a little tight after, <laughs> after that workout. And so, um, but there's a couple like Larry Fitzgerald, you know, receiver, a uh, great friend of mine, uh, you know, came in the NFL together and we've played a bunch of golf over the years, absolutely crushes, uh, crushes the golf ball. He says he's like an eight handicap. It's not true. If you play with them, you only get, you know, he's a three handicap. He's a three yeah, handicap. True. I've seen it in person. He's won the AT&T like 12 times. Yep. They still just keep adding shots. You know, a lot of tournaments, like if you win the tournament, they'll take some strokes away from you next year. For some reason, Larry, <laughs> they keep adding strokes to them. They must want them to win every year. But, uh, you know, play a lot with my brothers. We kind of, my dad uh, played a lot. So we really have a natural foursome right there. My dad, my brothers, uh, Peyton and Cooper, you know, four hours, just us, no one bothering us, playing a little golf, a little competition. You know, that's kind of like one of my ideal days. We don't get to do it as much uh, as we as we hope to, but there's, there's several times a year where we get that going and it's just su- su- such a fun uh, moment and uh, to get to share with, you know, with my dad and brothers. Well, take us there, if you will. There's got to be a story or two, I would imagine, um, out there. Competitive spirit, Mannings, you know, we've seen when you guys were little, you guys were roughhousing and competing. This never stops. Epic commercials. You guys are absolutely hilarious. So I got to imagine there's one or two barbs being thrown out there between you and Peyton at the very least. Cause Peyton, again, like I'm watching this, like, man, this guy's slinging this big rope and draw out there. And every once in a while that can go low left. I would imagine that can, get, that can get quick. Down. Yeah. He gets, he gets a little, it gets a little quick and that thing's going, it's snipey. It's snipey left. Uh, 
but yeah, we definitely have some good some good matches. It's usually pretty for whatever reason. It's pretty friendly uh, with us. I think it's because my dad's there. Like if he oh, sees God. us, you know, you know, kind of ragging on each other or not giving a putt or not being nice to your brother, he he gets he gets a little upset. So when we're together around my dad, we're nice. I mean, not the not the name drop, but I remember you know years ago playing with Peyton uh, and we're playing with Al Michaels and Al Michaels and okay. I are on a team. Peyton is playing with this guy, Skip Bronson. And so we're on 17 and, you know, we're, we're, uh, you know, they're up, uh, I think they're up one and Al's got like a three foot putt. I mean, we're, 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 you know, they're up one. We got to, you know, it's like, Hey, give them the three footer to win the hole. Let's go even in 18. He's our host. He's hosting us at this course and doing all the nice things. And I'm like, Peyton, is that good? And he's just like, no, I want to. I want to see that. I want to see it. I'm like, you're a sick man. Your competitiveness is sick. Like, give the guy the putt, and of course he misses it. He, you know, Al, Al feels bad. We lose the match on that, and I'm just like, you're. I'm like, you're. You're. That's bad sportsmanship. But he's like, hey, we want. You know, he's got to make the putt. He's got to make the putt. So, um, you know, things like that. We have a lot of fun, and it's usually, yeah, when we're with other people. And that's when you know, and we're on the opposite team. We get a little competitive, and uh, and and, and it, it, in a fun way. Afterwards, yeah. you get to you know laugh about it. I get to make you know make fun of him for his intense uh, personality. <laughs> that's that is never that's never off and uh, never off. So yeah, so we get to you know we have some of those good experiences. So alternate shot. We've been talking here a lot here as we get into the Ryder Cup. Like in America. We don't play this alternate shot a lot, and it just—it's not appealing to me to go out and play. But I would tell you, I would pay money for a pay-per-view alternate shot for you and Peyton to be on the same team. Can we can we make that happen? And who would you play alternate shot? That would be incredible banter. You two match, you two on the same team alternate uh, shot. What do you think? I don't. I don't think we would get through six holes. I don't think. Yeah, I think there would be. There might be some punches flying and just, you know, he'd be mad. I, he hit one of those little snipers left. I'm mad at him. I hit one of my high fades right. You know, he's, he's you know, what the hell, you know. So yeah. you chunk you chunk one into a bunker, you yeah. know. Yeah, you so know, it's, hard. Just, it's so hard. And you feel like, you know, I've done it a few times. I feel like you – like in those scenarios, that's when you hit the worst shots. It's not like oh, yeah. the one that's like a little bad. It's just like, you know, you just think about it. It's like, God, I really, I really don't want to chunk this one into this water. <laughs> and like, that's the, that's the mindset. That's the, that's what you're thinking, which, all, you know, of course, once that enters the brain, it's exactly what you accomplish. So it's it, over. It, yeah. It gets you, it gets you in a different mental state. You know, you know I don't care if I screw up and, and put myself in a bad position. You don't want to put your partner in a bad position and it messes with your psyche a little bit. So you look at, um, you look at Peyton hitting the driver off the team, like compare, compare your games here. So you guys, who's the better driver? Who's the better iron player? Who's the better short game? Like Matt, match me up here. Like who's going to hit the drive, the iron and the putt. Um, it's 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 tough. I can get the driver, you know. It, it's you know, it, it can go it can go either way. I I would probably hit the driver. I think if if could be and let him. He's a better iron player. Uh, he can kind of get those irons pretty dialed in, 
And, you hit the drive. And, he hits the iron. And then, you know, I can, I can, I can definitely, uh, you know, we're both pretty good putters. Uh, we okay. both can kind of make, can make some putts can get those, you know, kind of, kind of see it can hit the line that we're trying to hit. And so, um, I think that would be the game plan for the most part. Um, and then, um, yeah, so I think that's, that, that, that could work. We could, we can make that happen. Yeah. So, you know, you talked about the quarterbacks and you talked about the kickers, right? I mean, I've seen um, I've seen Aaron Rodgers play. He's like a he's like an eight or nine gets it out there pretty good. You know, a guy that really surprised me in an event was was Brett Favre. Um, oh yeah. Speaking of just high like slinging draws, I mean, <laughs> he can hit that shot. Um, you know, Robbie Gold, the kicker, good player. Josh Scobie, kicker, good player. Like the, again, your, your kickers and quarterbacks. Out. We're, we're yeah. seeing a, a trend here. Uh, yeah. Matt, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan's. I play with Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan in Atlanta. He's a great player. I play, you know, I have played with my offensive linemen. They're a little tight. They're a little stiff. They can't get. <laughs> they can't get a whole lot of turn back there. Um, but and uh, you know, so it's. It, but it's, they're they're the most entertaining to to play with, as you said, Saquon. I I remember uh, Saquon Saquon's rookie season. Um, you know, he's, you know, in the spring we had a giants golf outing kind of the, you know, charity part of it. And so he didn't have any golf clothes. They gave him some like shorts, like some old coaching shorts. I don't know what these things were. I think they were a medium. I mean, his legs are popping out. There's a picture of him. He's got the driver. His legs are all over the place. He looks about like he's about to hit this ball like straight into the ground about 200 <laughs> yards. Uh, it was a, it was looking very violent. Uh, I did not see the outcome of the hit. I just saw the picture and felt bad for that ball because it was it was about to get pounded. Are the nerves similar when you tee it up at the AT&T um, and you're in a sport that you're not completely comfortable with? Are they different than when you're getting ready to run out on the field for the first possession of an NFL game? Or are they the same? Like, talk about the comparison there of getting hyped up and nervous to play golf in front of people versus quarterback in front of people. Yeah, I think it is It is very different. Um, and the difference is, yeah, you're, you're teeing off the first tee at Pebble Beach is that you're not really sure – what might happen like you know anything <laughs> anything can happen like you you've known all these you've seen these bad shots that you've hit before you know i've hit a you know a, you know a skull right I, I i've hit just a top and like you just don't want to do that in football yeah. like you've practiced you've played i've done it so many times i kind of know a general idea where the ball is going to go i might throw it incomplete i might miss a guy by an inch too long or a foot too low but like I'm not gonna be aiming, throwing it, uh, you know, in the middle of the field, and all of a sudden the ball goes into the stands, you know, a, a hundred yards right. Like that, that is not a possibility. And so that's the nervousness behind it is that I just I've prepared so much for football. I know the plays. I know what I'm supposed to do. I'm not thinking about how to throw it or like what I need to do with my hands or, you know, you know, there's no thoughts of how to throw it. I just, I see a target, boom, I throw it. And I, I just can't do that with golf. You know, you're trying to, you, all of a sudden you try to start steering things and you start just trying to hit a straight ball and, and usually, you know, the opposite happens. Yeah. It's funny. I, I, you know, talk to a lot of athletes. They, I've heard them say 
you know, the most nervous I've ever been in my entire life is playing golf in front of people. And, you know, you know, athletes like you who are playing and winning Super Bowls, the ultimate and winning NBA championships. And like, they're just like, I can't, the nerves, like you said, they're just uncertain. And, and even though they've played on the biggest stage in their respected sport, it's just a different kind of nerve when you, when you get out there and you play, I'm curious, I've got whistling straights behind me here. The Ryder Cup's coming up. Is that something that you'll be paying attention to and, and, and watching Team USA versus Europe? You like that team competition? It's different for us because you, you've played team sports your whole life. In golf, it's just individuals. And then we do these team atmospheres, and the Ryder Cup is just through the roof as, as far as excitement. I wish we could get more of it. Do you like that? Do you watch that coming up here at the Ryder Cup? I, I, I do. I do. I'm excited for it in a few weeks here. And I, I think because of that, you kind of get to see – um, you know, the team come together, you see the fans get so into it, they're cheering, they're rooting for the guys and, and the players kind of feel off that. And, uh, and, and, you know, so it gets emotional, they're fist pumping, they're fired up. And, and it's just a different type of kind of competition because, you know, it's by the hole and each hole, you know, the match play part of it you get the alternate shot stuff it's just you know you get to kind of see a different side of the guys and playing a different version and so i think it is such a fun uh fun atmosphere uh and a fun you know it shows up well on tv uh as well just to see these guys in a different element kind of see some of their personalities come out uh as they as they feel the fans behind them especially this you know this one you know it's on uh here in the in the u.s so i'm excited to check it out and 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 see how these guys do you know there's big games right when you play a long season like you guys do and there's like some games you know they all count we know that but then there's just like those moments like this is a big game like not a must win but it feels like a must win and it's to me kind of feels like a must win for the u.s this year like i'll be honest with you it's like they gotta show up in the better team win right because on paper they look dominant but historically they haven't played well they've lost nine of their last 12 you look at the solheim cup the women have lost four of the last six now and they're more dominant on paper so it's i don't know this is a big one to me right here whistling straights i mean this place is unbelievable it's a great course i think for the u.s to set up and let the length uh, go to work i'm curious on tour is there any guys that that you really like watching play or maybe have hung around a little bit and kind of become friends with on the pga tour you know i've played you know as i said i played with kevin chapel i played with yep. uh, scotty scotty scheffler the other day okay. at, at Mirfield. so it's fun watching him uh in action obviously it hits hits the highest little like three yard fade like every time just so you know and the, he played great in that pro-am um you know i think he you know had seven birdies ended up playing great that whole tournament um and so but you know you love I, you know i've seen uh been at the same uh course as rory uh a few times i've met him over the years love watching him uh hit it you know i remember at the course you could just all of a sudden you like you hear these noise. I'm like, are they doing construction? They're like, no, that's Rory on eight. You know, that was his driver. I mean, it sounds different when he hits the ball. Uh, and so, uh, but all these guys are so good. You know, Dustin Johnson and and, and Brooks and uh, Phil. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of all of them, and they're they're just they just hit it so good. And and you know, especially 
um, you know, those big tournaments. When you get into the majors, you get into those things. They seem to be able to raise their level of play in those critical moments, and you appreciate that as an athlete. Yeah, it is. It's a, uh, it's it's such a power game now, and the distances that they hit it is it's it's crazy. It's hard to, you know, comprehend. You know, you look at like a Dustin Johnson is, you know, 313, 314 off the tee, and that's 30 yards past a Kevin Na or a Kevin Kisner. And then you go, okay, wait, Bryson is now 30 <laughs> past DJ. It's like, what? Like, it's hard to comprehend that game. And, you know, on this course, there's a lot of areas where they can cut corners. So these guys that can carry it that 315 to 330 they can really cut off some distance here at Whistling. So it really is a great spot for the Americans because that is their game with the Tony Fee now. Scotty Scheffler, I mean, this guy can nuke it off the tee as well. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. All right, last question. You guys got a pretty cool thing starting on Monday. You're going to Vegas. ESPN2, um, it's called Megacast. Tell us about it. Yeah, so it's uh, Peyton and I are teaming up. We're doing Monday Night Football but we're not going to be at the, the venue. I'm doing it uh, from right here. I'll be doing okay. it from right in this venue uh, for most really? of the season. Week one will be a little different, but, you know, I'll be in New Jersey. Peyton will be in Denver. And it's like you're watching the game on the couch with Peyton and I. And so it's much more casual. We're not talking about every single play. We're not talking about the run for three yards on first down. We're, we'll bypass that one. Uh, we'll analyze the touchdowns. We'll you know give you kind of the inside scoop. Hey, what's what's this quarterback looking at on this play? What are some of these calls? What's a kill mean? What's you know what's what's the coordinator telling them on the sideline after you just do that interception? So just kind of a uh, behind the scenes look at things uh, with the game, but also we'll, we'll bring some guests on, some current players, some old players, uh, some personalities, and so just uh, a more casual way to to watch watch uh, Monday Night Football, and uh, but also kind of get a little behind the scenes intel on, on what's going on. So you're going to do that straight from there, probably right there in the Bell Golf Simulator. You can, in between, you can get a few swings in, work on your golf game a little bit, right? Wow, that is convenient. I like that. You know, my audience, they always want me to ask, when we get an athlete on, ask the question, with your driver, what is the most common miss? with your driver that's to, to to the right just kind to of right. you know face, face open kind of a high a high kind of you know okay. high right ball all right so you can send me a swing okay and then i'm gonna tell you exactly what i think you should do to get that ball to turn over right to left all right not 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 sling and hook like peyton but just you know like yeah just a I, little I, you know yeah i, call I can it hit it I, I can get i can get it going i can hit that it's just you can okay so you can Okay. I can, but just every once in a while, I'll just, I don't know what, you know, if it's, uh, if there's a little bit kind of don't, you know, can't go left here, all of a sudden, you know. So you're not like, far I, off. You're not. So it, I'm not far off. I can kind of no, get it going. Not. You know, last, last year, retirement, you know, kind of a pandemic going. There wasn't a whole lot going on. Um, you know, I got the game. I was working at it. I really, I worked at it. Yeah. I was kind of getting, you know, getting a lesson a week and, and, you know, hitting balls during the week, kind of having drills and worked really hard on it. I think it got down to like a four and wow. then all of a sudden kind of, you know, I all of a sudden I started doing, you know, getting, getting busy, you know, kids are, you know, coaching their sports teams, kind of getting involved at that. Didn't play as much this summer, really played 
but zero practice, no lesson, yeah. never hit balls one time, but you know, besides, you know, just a little warm up and all of a sudden it's just like steadily got worse and worse and worse. And then once you lose it and you try to find it on the golf course, you know, that, that's just kind of, you know, you're changing your swing every, every time to try to hit something. It's just, you know, you're, you're right, you're left. You, you don't know what your miss is. And so you, it's just hard to play. It does get mental. I mean, it does. This game, it just you start. Gosh, what am I? What am I doing here? That you know, now I got to go in there and yeah. end there, and it's like you know. Then it's like just get this day over with, and then you come back, and it's like you're a new person, and all of a sudden, oh, there it is again, and <laughs> same person, different, different day, but the mentality can be completely different. It, you're not alone there, Eli. I can promise you. Thank I call you. that job. Thank I call that job security. You know, in, <laughs> you know, as an instructor, they're good at that yeah. way because then that's when they, you know, when they start to struggle, they come I'm, back. So. I'm calling you up. Hey, when, when are we getting a lesson? I need, a, I need an emergency lesson tomorrow morning, eight o'clock. Let's go. I've never, I've never seen your swing, but I guarantee, based off you talking, it is. I would say the the swing plane has to be very close. It's got to be pretty close to good. And one of two things, the face is either just slightly open at the top and you're having to overcome that a little bit, or you perhaps get a little bit kind of left from maybe a little aiming left and then a little bit swipey to the left through impact from time to time with the driver, but not like extreme. So it's like, it could be a little bit of this and a little bit of that, that would just kind of improve the probability of that right shot going away more and more. Got it. I'll yeah. send you, I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you okay. a, few, a, few, a few clips. <laughs> hey, we can't thank you enough for joining us here on the podcast. Two-time Super Bowl champ, the New York Giants, Eli Manning. You'll see him on Monday, Megacast with his brother breaking down the X's and O's. That's right up my alley. I absolutely love when a quarterback is talking about what they're seeing in the game. I have no idea what they're talking about, but it's just <laughs> incredible to listen to because – I mean, let's face it, your job with the New York Giants as a quarterback is the hardest job in professional sports. I mean, it has to be, doesn't it? I, I I could agree with that. There's a lot. There's a lot going on, there's a, and, and there's some there's some some grown men chasing after you, trying to hurt you. So that that makes it a brings in a whole new element to playing sports and and being mentally tough. Yeah, Eli, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Thanks, Travis. Get some swings in that sim. All right, man. All right, be well. I just want to interrupt this interview real quick and give a shout out to my friends over at Encore Golf. Encore provides some of the most cutting edge technology in a golf ball that I have ever seen. Their team in Buffalo, New York is changing the script of golf technology through their perimeter weighted designs, which offer players enhanced accuracy and control for every shot on the course. With their award-winning Elixir and Avant 55 golf balls, they are transforming the game for players of all skill levels. Visit EncoreGolf.com backslash Travis Fulton for more details about their products that are revolutionizing the game. Now back to the Stripe Show.